0: of a tragedy to me now is that there are many youth there are many people many others on earth currently who don't even know their purpose who don't know what god has actually asked them to do they are doing things anyhow many people are many ladies many guys in this organization now are waiting for someone who has money to come and marry them but they are not looking for someone who is actually the will of god for them money is not, not bad this good but i'm talking in relation to how people are living on earth and they've not been able to experience what god has called them to be people have not been able to exploit who they are in god what they can do even at my age as young as i am i have been able to exploit who i am and what god can do with me and I'm still exploiting what God can do with me. How have you been able to exploit your faith in God? How have you been able to put your faith to test that this is what God has called me to do? And I'm exploiting this area. It is like you have gone to a university and you have been admitted in school. And because you have been called to just go and attend school, you just go and go and pass through school, maybe university for four years. Without exploiting the political area, without exploiting the business area, the ministry area of campus, the the food area of campus. I see students on campus, people are selling uh, this stuff, condensed stuff. They are exploiting the business aspect of their life. And just like the four years, and people, no matter the number of years the Lord wants you to live on earth, you will live on earth like a normal person, you wake up in the morning, you pray, you don't pray, you eat, you go to work, you come back, you sleep, you wake up again, you go to work, you come back, you sleep. The cycle continues that way and it becomes a normal life. It becomes like God don't hit you, and suddenly nothing is going on in your life, but depression has hit you because you feel like life has become worthless to you. Life has become normal to you, it has become the same routine. Sometimes people even get tired of sleeping because they have slept too long. And so you will see them a lot of times on their phone. Their eyes want to close, but they don't want to close their eyes, they are still pressing their phone. Some people even sleep with their phones in their hands. It is an indication of how you will be able to exploit what God has made you to be and that you are living a life of the usual, a life of the normal, the same routine. I am. Yet God has called us to be able to exploit different levels of abilities in us. As I said, I started ministry by leading voice. Suddenly the love begin to lead me into the deliverance. As we went into the deliverance, he led me into the teaching and then into the prophetic, then the miraculous. This is how the Lord was leading me. I am still exploiting who I am. Listen, don't think I am grown in God. No one can be grown in God. We are all maturing. No matter the level of any man of God, we are all maturing, but they are classes. I am still maturing, just like you are equally maturing. Perhaps, maybe, I may be ahead of you, but I am not fully mature, just like you are not fully matured. So, we can't come to a point where men are going to tell you, i have only had I saying. But sometimes you will be growing and you think that the only thing you need is money. But after getting the money, gonna, that is not what you actually need. We must mature and exploit, not in age, no, in age, age. They say it's just a number. we must exploit ourselves beyond our age and that is why every time you will see me before my birthday i will want to achieve something before my birthday or my birthday within that year some of you are done celebrating your birthday you are waiting for another birthday to come just that you go for photo shoot and people will post you and then you'll be happy but what have you been able to accomplish and exploit about yourself within that time within the will of god what have you been able to achieve in that will of God, in that time. Oh Jesus, we have to be able to exploit who God has made us from And If not, we will equally be in heaven and regret. I've said it countlessly that you may be able to enter into heaven by the virtue of the fact that you receive the life of Christ, or you receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Because of that, you will enter heaven. But then it is possible to still enter heaven and live with regret we need to be able to lift the marks of signs away the marks of the that i don't think i can do this and begin to walk with our eyes open to do what the lord has asked us to do if you are not able to do it you must learn it For instance, if you are a woman who doesn't know how to cook and you are in marriage, you can't say that my husband, I don't know how to cook, so let's go order every time. You must learn it. If you are in ministry and you don't know how to do something, you don't stop that you don't know how to do it, you must learn it. If you are in business and you see someone doing something and you don't know how to do it, you must learn it so you can exploit that aspect of business when people are doing well in business ask them how are they doing it one of the things that helped me is that anytime I meet people who are mentors to me I learn how to keep quiet when they are talking two I learn how to ask questions most of you when you meet people who are ahead of you who have done it well in business who have done this and this and that you just you feel like sharing ideas no Don't be fast in sharing ideas. What you should do best is to sit down and ask questions. If you have a meeting with anyone, no matter whoever it is, if they are ahead of you, learn how to ask questions. It will help you. Some of the things you will know but then still ask. There may be something they may say that you may not have known. Ask Ask questions. If you see someone doing well in a business that you are in, ask them questions. Send them a message on Instagram. Everyone will not tell you everything, but then they may tell you something. Ask questions. If you see someone's marriage working, you are not yet married or you are married, sit them down. Ask them questions. How have they been able to stay for this long? Ask them questions. Don't just go through life. If it is ministry, ask questions. How were how you able to get this? How are you able to do this? Ask questions if not if you don't get these questions and you don't get these questions to write to these people and you don't get the answers what will happen that you will end up committing mistakes you could have avoided and you will be on earth and then after you are transited into heaven you enter heaven and then you live a life of regrets there are people that presented themselves before the Lord and they said father we cast out demons in your name we healed the sick in your name And the Lord looked at them and said, Depart from me, I know you not. And they said, Father, we did this in your name. What are you talking about? Like, we are worthy. We are worthy to be be in your presence. We are worthy to be in your abode. What are you talking about? And he said, Depart from me, you unfaithful servant. They were in the presence of God. They made it to heaven, but because they were not profitable to the Lord, the Lord decided to cast them away. There are many of us who, one way or the other, may make it to heaven. But even when we make it to heaven, it may not be profitable to the Lord. Are you here? It may not be profitable to the Lord. As you are living on earth, one of your major goals is to make sure that you are going to be profitable to the Lord. So that you don't end up living a life of regrets. Casting out demons in the name of Jesus. Casting out demons is not wrong, casting out demons makes someone free. Healing the sick is to make someone whole. It is a good thing. I wish above all that that you may prosper and live in good health. And yet someone made someone to live in good health, and they appear before the Lord, and the Lord says, you unfaithful servant, depart from me. Why? What they were doing, even though it was good, it was not the will of God for them. So, it did not count. So they were unfaithful. You see, okay. oh, yeah. they did all these things, it was good, but the Lord sees them to be unfaithful not because they were not successfully successful in casting out this demon, but because it was not a will of God for them. Perhaps they were supposed to be bankers, perhaps they were supposed to be teachers, and they decided to be deliverance ministers because they saw someone do deliverance and they loved it. Yeah, they were called into the banking industry. Which industry have you been called into? You don't only need to be in ministry by holding microphone. The business you are doing can be your ministry because that business can help life, it can save the lives of people. Why do you think companies do corporate social responsibilities? If that business does not survive, look at the Vodafone, the way they are helping people, the MTNs. If they didn't break this business up, how will such people be helped? They are centuries that they did. The are they put out for the children to go to school, to be learned. Okay. They were impacting lives. But they are still impacting lives. What if that person says, I want to be a pastor, and yes, it's not a good of God for them? They may be impacting life, yes. But they will still go and go and say, You are a faithful servant. But it was not the will of God for them. What is the will of God for you? What is actually your purpose? What is actually your purpose? Some people say, Your purpose is your passion. It's a lie. You need passion to fulfill purpose, but your purpose is not your, your, purpose is not your passion. The men that were cast down demons had passion. I used to have passion for heaven? It was not the purpose of God for me. what is the purpose of God for you? Some people also say if you try something, one to, or you are struggling to attain something, it means that it's not the purpose of God for you. It's a lie. It's a lie. You should live a life that is concentrated on being profitable to God. You should ask yourself currently, how is your life Being profitable to God? How is your gifts being profitable to God? How is your business being profitable to God? These people thought living long and doing all these things on earth and being busy with with the things of God is what is making them profitable. And they forgot to be busy for God. Not only with the things of God, but for God. Listen to me carefully. It is more vital to live well than to live long. What matters most in life or what should matter most for you in life is not necessarily to live long but to live well. What is the essence of living long and not living well? Jesus Christ did not live long but he lived well. Abraham lived long, he lived well. Hezekiah live long, he did not live well. Whatever time God has given you, make sure within that time that God has given you, you are living well. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry we won't make you live well. I cannot do it, I cannot do it, we won't make you live well. We all cannot do something. We all have something we cannot do. But we can learn to do that thing. That is why I prefer... Cristiano Ronaldo as my best player. Because he likes to train, he likes to do hard work. Hard work of talent. If there is an athlete, an athlete who wants to run in the track. If the country picks such a person to run in the track, that person becomes, must be profitable to the country, to the coach, to the teammates. And to heal him himself. But then, if they are on the track, and they say, "On your mask get ready, set," and then the trigger is pulled, the gun is shot, go, and this athlete, who the country has sent, begins to run on the field. Even though the person will run, lose all the energy, do all the things they will do. The country, the teammates, the people, the coach see such an athlete as a failure. Then again, if that same athlete is on the track and begins to move into another person's track, the person is also seen as a failure. What am I saying? You can be a Christian. that athlete. Even the athlete does that. Even if the athlete does that, the name will not be taken away from the athlete. He or she will still be called an atheist of Ghana, an atheist of Jamaica. But the person will be known for failure. You can be a Christian and the name Christianity or the tag Christianity will not be taken away from you simply because you did something wrong. But then you will be noted as a Christian who failed. You will be noted as a failure. But why do you choose to be noted for failure when you can be noted for success? Why do you choose to be noted for loss when you can be noted for profit? You were set as an apple to run on the tracks in your own name, but you chose to enter into someone's name, and then you will be disqualified for that. That is what some of us do. But we will begin to compare. You see on the race as well as on the 200-meter race, when they are running on the straight route, there is a curve they have to get. One is shorter. At the extreme end, is longer. Okay, so what they, de- they do is that they, they don't position them like this for a 200-meter. They position them like this to make sure they all run at the same pace. If they do it like this because of the curve, it will be achieved. But they do like this. Someone who is here at the extreme end of the gap? will say, no, it is wrong. If I see it, it's wrong, so let me come here. Thinking that is where it will make them better. And you know that they are all starting on the same thing. Some of us want get shortcuts We want it simple. But what has God told you? What has God told you? I was talking to the man of God. I was telling him that, see, it's not being easy with me. <laughs> but the Lord told me to enter into full-time ministry right after national service. It's not been easy. I sometimes feel like going for job, you know, seek for employment. At least I know some few people who can connect me somewhere. He asked me, what did God tell me? He says, I will be the last person to tell you to go against the word of the Lord. But since the Lord told you that have you ever learned? It's been difficult, yes I know, but have you learned? I said, no, it's been good. I will be a liar to say, God has not been faithful. But has it been easy? It's a lie to tell you it has been easy. Not be on church payroll. Not spend church offering. Not have any formal work in anywhere. Still, leave me this time from campus. It has been by the grace of God. It has been difficult. It has been tough. But listen to me. So long as I remain in the will of God, God also remains faithful to his cause. Are you here? God has been faithful to his cause. I am telling you this. I am opening up to you. Listen to me. Look at me. Some of you may even be having a formal job and maybe it might may be tough for you. I don't have formal job. I don't have monthly income like some of you do. I don't have business like some of you do. <laughs> I don't take church offering. <coughs> the church doesn't pay me. But God has been faithful. Why? Because I remain in His way. Remain in the will of the Lord. He is going to be faithful to you. But you can't expect the Lord to be faithful to you when you have not remained in the the will. He will not sponsor any race he has not asked you to run. He will not sponsor any trip he has not asked you to run. He will only sponsor that which he has asked you to go into. Are you here with me? Whichever business the Lord has given you, He won't sponsor that business. But if you enter into something else, the Lord has not called you into, He will not sponsor it. I said, God has been faithful. By like God's grace, I have good sons and daughters. Others who think about me, others who don't think about me. Ah, yeah. But you see, Thank God that I'll never make, cease to make mention of you all in my prayers. I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. Since you, yes. I tell you. And by that faithfulness in remaining in the will of the Lord, even when I'm supposed to be praying for myself, and the Lord changes the prayer point for, you to be, for me to pray for you, I do it diligently. And finally now, God pulls through for me. you learn how to diligently work in the will of God for you, he will put through even if it's not ministry you are doing, even if it's business you are into he will put through for you they will say in a company they can't promote but if you remain faithful to the will of the Lord there is going to be something different about you that you've been promoted the book of Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, verse 7 listen to what Isaiah said See, you, you must make sure you are not a Christian who is a failure. You must make sure you are not a Christian who will enter into heaven and begin to regret that you are in heaven. Many people think people will only regret in hell. But one of them, the man who entered into hell, and he said, Father, I need only a drop of water. Let me go back onto the earth and tell my siblings that this and this and this they are doing is
1: wrong. Even in heaven, people will regret. Isaiah says this. The book of Isaiah chapter. In the year that King Musea died, in a vision I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and the skirt of his robe filled the most holy part of the temple. verse right. two. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six rings, with two each covered his own face. And with two each covered his feet, and with two each clean. Okay, my God. Isaiah says this Isaiah
0: was in a meeting, and in that meeting was more like a burial. He saw King Hosea, who is dead. People were mourning around King Hosea. And then suddenly, Isaiah's eyes began to open. As his eyes opened, he entered into the realm of the spirit. He saw the heavens, and in the heavens he saw seraphims. These seraphims are like angels, but they're higher in rank than angels. They have six wings, two covering the face. The other two wings covering the feet. The other two wings to fly. He saw in the heavens, and he began to see. Move another
1: forward. Verse 3, And one cried another can say listen Isaiah was there in a
0: funeral meeting and he began to hear the voice of angels he began to hear the language of angels. the only language you know how to hear is the language of men if they ask you on a document how many languages can you speak English you like a bit that a bit of French <laughs> but Isaiah was past that level. He exploited who God has made him. And he was not only able to hear the language of men, but he was able to hear the language of angels. And he said, that, And I hear the Seraphims begin to speak to one to another. The seraphims were not speaking to him. They were speaking to themselves. And Isaiah was just standing there, looking at the seraphims and listening to the seraphims. And they said, Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Allah. How many times have you had angels speak? How many times have you even seen something and said that I saw you here and you were speaking? The other day, there was a man that the Lord saw and he said, I saw you under the tree and you were eating. He said, Father, I believe you. And Jesus said, so because I said I saw you under a tree, now you believe me, greater things shall you see.
2: Mm.
0: Jesus was somewhere. This man was somewhere and jesus would see the man under a tree eating and when the man came before jesus simon and his friend, jesus said and i saw you under a tree and the man said who is this man who knows all these things how did you see me that you didn't come here i am here he said he began to believe in jesus He says, because you believe in this thing that you have seen this word that you have seen this prophetic reason that you have seen greater things shall you see if you believe in the prophetic word of the Lord, if you believe in how the Lord is going to make you profitable, greater things will you see. Like Isaiah, he's one of the people that are able to obey the Lord and go to kings and speak the mind of God to kings. And because of that, God is able to allow him see other things. You hear angels speak. Imagine some of you even be afraid. Seeing a seraphim,
1: six wings. Which creature is that? And cry to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his the glory. The whole earth, he saw it. He was on earth, but the same earth he was on,
0: he suddenly saw that the whole earth was filled with the glory of God. He was in the same place, but he did not see the glory of God filling the whole earth. But because he saw seraphim, a different sight was given to him to see the whole earth, though in the earth. See, 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 see this. Isaiah was on head. And when he was stationed, at, he could see the whole head. But in the whole head, the glory of the Lord has filled the head. Okay. Look at the measurement of the head.
1: Okay, go on. At the foundations of the threshold, mm. shook at the voice of Kabba. And, and the house was filled with Kaba. snow. Kaba Then said, I, woe is me, for I am undone. Isaiah
0: said, For what I have seen, I have not seen this level in my life before. I have heard the voice of God, and I have spoken to kings. I have heard the voice of God, I have spoken to men. But this one is different for me. And he said, Woe is me, for I am undone. So Isaiah would have died, and Isaiah would have gone to heaven and he would have regretted going to heaven because he has not been able to exploit this level of his ministry he says he was on earth and he saw these things in heaven and he saw these things on earth and he says what is me for I am undone imagine that you go to heaven and you see the things God wants to do with you in the volumes of the book and you see what God wanted to do with you and you couldn't achieve them and you say, I am undone do you think you will be happy in heaven? there will be people who will be regretted in, 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 in heaven they are undone. So if Isaiah had died this time, he would have died prematurely, and he would not be able to accomplish what God wants him to accomplish. He was undone. He was undone. He was undone. Most of us are undone. And some of us are thinking about death. Thinking that when we got you from Israel, it is only that can only stop this problem. Such foolish thoughts. It's not from the enemy, it's from the flesh. You go to little thing you want to die. I time, why my God, why God? Provision will be made. Provision will be made. He saw just by seeing angels speak to each other. He saw the earth filled with the glory of the Lord. He saw and he said, I am undone. And after seeing that scripture, says, he says, my lips are unclean to utter these things. So his eyes were clean to see, but his lips were unclean to utter them. So these things that Elijah had, Isaiah had spoken, we would not have known. But if you go forward because of time, he says the angel of the Lord picked up a stone of fire from the altar of God and placed it upon the tongue of Isaiah to purge his sins. And then suddenly he would be able to utter this words and write these things down for us to know that these things that he has seen. There are some times that every part of our body can be clean, but some parts can be ah, yeah And Isaiah could see, but he couldn't speak. Not because he didn't have the mouth, but he, what he has seen is too holy that his mouth is dirty, is unclean to speak of. And sometimes we say, we see, but not all things can we speak of. Sometimes what we see, our lips are unclean to utter such holiness. Sometimes the greatness of the life our lips are not worthy to be able to speak of the greatness of your life. As we John the Baptist said, I am not worthy to even untie the lace of the shoes of this man. This same man could baptize this man. This same man could baptize many and cause many to return to God. But then, then again, he came to this man and he said, I am not to untie. There are many of us who are undone. Sometimes you can write your revolution, your revolution for the year, your plans for the year, your vision for the year, for the month. And when you look at it yourself, your heart will beat. You ask yourself, can you really achieve it? Some of you, you have your own on your phones. If you go and check, you know you have not even accomplish 20% of it. Your heart is beating. You know you are undone even for the year. You are undone. We must then be profitable unto the Lord. In which area of your life are you undone? In which area of your being are you undone? In your marital life are you undone? In your prophetic ministry are you undone? In your miraculous ministry are you undone? In your business are you undone? In your education are you undone? There is a need for us to revisit the things that we are undone to to accomplish them. In our singing ministry, are we undone? In our skills building, are we undone? Some people went to learn how to do so. It ended there. Some people learned how to go and do makeup. It ended there. And they are doing something else. We are undone. to God. If you are undone, you will enter heaven and be full of regret because you have not been able to be fully profitable to God. There was a man of God in the Bible that the Lord saw that he was only going to be profitable to him when he marries a prostitute. And yet, you are undone. And your ministry will be undone. But the Lord sees this prostitute as working to be able to help the man of God to accomplish his will. Not to remain a person in a marriage, but to change. If the man of God could be able to help this woman become a Christian, that perhaps would have been his only ministry. And yet, God saw Joseph to be profitable to marry a virgin we have different visions different purposes our purpose can be intertwined but they are unique and different if joseph was a teacher he would be unprofitable to god but the lord saw joseph to be profitable to him by being a husband to mary if joseph was a husband to another woman he wouldn't have been profitable to god are you here are you here even in our marriage we can be profitable to God even in our relationship that people we date we can be profitable to God or the person we date Joseph was profitable to God by being the wife of Mary the father of Jesus yeah. and a carpenter not a family. a carpenter so if Joseph had chosen a different profession would he have been profitable to God the Lord saw Jonah and said, Jonah, you shall be profitable unto me at Nineveh." Jonah said, I won't go.
2: I'm
0: going to be profitable to him. This is where I want. Like many of us. God has given you a vision in a dream. You are scared to accomplish it. I won't do it. That then I saw him. You think God saw your time before giving you that vision? God says, Talk to that lady, propose that lady, you are scared. God says, Come up with that vision. You are scared. Like Jonah, I won't go. You are given opportunity to do something in the house of God. Bishop, the lady next week here. I won't go, just like Jonah. You don't want to be profitable about Jonah. You see, be funny. We finally laugh over all these things. And tomorrow, when we enter heaven and the Lord begins to break the books of life unto us, and we see in there and we see the things that we're able to miss because we did not obey instructions, we then live with regrets. There are many people that the Lord wants to use them and their faith. But every now and then they are faced with challenge and they go on questioning God. And when the Lord has given them the gift of faith, God did not just give us gifts for giving us sake. He gave us gifts unto men. The gift the Lord has given you, how have you been able to exploit it? One of my sons was called into ministry and is called into ministry. Blessed with the gift of healing. When we began to speak to him, He's chasing money. You ask him, he says, My calling has changed. They will enter heaven and realize they were under. We say, enter to prayer ministry, enter to intercessory ministry. He said, I want protocol. Prayer and then to meet a hand bomb by your so be a Is the protocol where God wants you to be. Be sure out of maybe respect and perhaps no one to have issue with you They put you in that ministry. But then, will he be helping you or he will be destroying you? Because at the end of the day, the Lord will see you and said, you did all these things as an asher. You asked people in, smile, give him what you seen and he will say, Depart from me for I knew you Lord. not. You unfaithful servant. But did the protocol faithfully, but it was not where God has given you. Where has God placed you? Joseph was profitable unto the Lord in Potiphar's house. Again, he was profitable unto the Lord in the prison. And again, as a prime minister, if Joseph had stayed longer in the house of Potiphar, he would have been unprofitable unto God at the time. Because each time in the life of Joseph, he was going to be profitable at a certain time. So then, even in the ministry, we have reshuffling. When you have reshuffling, you have to protect. You have to take it from Not even in ministry. When God moves you from a city to another city, town to town, company to company, God why? does so he said, I should go this. He wants to disgrace me, so he said, I should go this office. And yet, in that great that God Himself was doing was to attain a certain level of excellence on the earth and also in your life. When Joseph left the house of Potiphar, they took another servant. If Joseph did not leave, that other person would not have employment. So there are days that God will not allow you to remain in certain companies for long, Just so that someone else can have an employment. But he will not leave you unemployed. For every location you will enter, for every house that you will possess, There was a vacancy. If that person did not leave that office, how will you enter? So before you even think of the reshuffling, think about where you are going to occupy. Who created that space for you? Where am I profitable unto the Lord? If we don't come into terms with these things and the reshuffling of God. We will struggle. We will struggle. We will struggle. We will struggle. Solomon was profitable unto the Lord as a politician. His father David was profitable unto the Lord as a politician. He could have decided to be something else. So if you're profitable as a marketer, be there. If you are profitable as an administrator, be there. Don't say the marketers are going to the field and they give them bonus want to their a marketer. You may not survive there. Others may dress where they are died, where they are attacked, go to work. You just know, do business. Do it. Do it diligently. Let them post your office. You need to post your goods. Ah. It is your office. Be, be proud of where God has placed you. Do you understand this? Be proud of where God has placed you. Therein you shall be profitable. Uh-huh. If you enter office with not all the nice pictures, you will not be profitable unto God. <laughs> yes. Will you choose nice pictures over being profitable unto God? Pastor yes. Peter said at that time the with scriptures. There are others whose own are to remain at home. Uh-huh. And there are others whose own are to travel. We are all different. By the church, almost seventy percent of you want to travel, including your bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Who should be here? <laughs> 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 uh, it's funny with well, Pastor Paul and I. Yeah. Currently, they have, they've sent us a message to come to China to finish our meeting. And guess what? The hotel that I'm going to stay for about 14 days or seven days for quarantine. and our meal, and uh, how do you call Health insurance and all that, all are costing about $28,000.
2: <laughs>
0: Before flight it So you see what God is
2: doing.
0: (laughs) 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 You watch all these things and you ask God questions. And we do we we do sometimes we say, God, why? (laughs) Why? We fast and we have prayed. But God says you are profitable on me here. Jesus. Don't think that death is going to take away all your problems. Death is utterly going to be the beginning of your problems if you actually cause yourself to die. If God doesn't take you and you take yourself, you have caused your own problems. The book of 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4. Was. The prophet Elijah came to a point where he was running away from a lady called Jezebel. Then he got into the wilderness. And then he says, Father, I am tired of these things. I want to die. Kill me. Elijah, who is able to go to kings and tell them with his mind. But this is what God is saying. You will not be king anymore. Get off from there. This one is now king. Not by election. He comes and tells you, You are not more king. Get off from there. This one is now king. This Elijah, who can command fire from heaven, command rain from heaven. I'm talking about this man that. He makes them pour water on stones and on wood, water. He commands fire, and fire burns off the wood and the stones into ashes. Read In the scripture well. All the stones, everything burns into ashes. Stones. How can a stone burn into ashes? But Elijah commanded a level of fire from heaven. And because of a lady, this man of God was running away. He entered the bush and he said, Father, I want to die, kill me. Mm. God laughed at him and said, <laughs> This is cake. This is juice. This is what I eat. And go ahead. The journey ahead of his father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> read the scripture. God did cake for Elijah. Who is Elijah? Uh, God did cake. Cake.
1: <laughs> you ready for them? Not me. I don't want to. You for them. The first Kings chapter hmm? 19, verse 4 This is the word of God. But he himself went a day's journey into the world. And and came and sat down under a loom, alone, who or juniper tree, and asked that he might die. That he would, he would die. He, said, he was asking God to kill him. He said, It is enough. It is enough. Now, oh Lord, mm. take away my life. Mm. For I am no better mm. than my father. Mm. That's why. Mm. As he lay asleep under the juniper tree, Behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Verse mm. 6. Mm? He looked and behold, there was what? A big cake. There was what? A, mm. big, cake. Was what? a mm. big cake. There was what? A big
0: cake. When they hear baking, they will push him. But he won't be cake, a question,
1: push my a cake. I'm not broken. And what happened? It wasn't alone. Not only cake. Yes, sir. And 20 cake. a bottle of water at his head. Ah! Light like <laughs> God says what, Ah, needs. And he ate mm. and drank mm. and laid down again. Mm. And the angel of the Lord came the second time mm. and taught him and said, Arise and eat, Abba. for the jelly is too great for Abba. you. This is the
0: word of God. <laughs> this is the man. That God doesn't make men serve him. He makes angels bring him food. This food is not, it didn't just say cake. it was bake, baked cake. Huh? What manner of man is this? Elijah. And I see this thing and I will just read the scripture and just pass by. God, which to I own cake. That is how I see the scriptures. If Elijah can do these things, everyone, I want to die and God wants Elijah on earth. Elijah wants to die, but God says, you shall be profitable unto me on earth and in heaven. So still remain on earth. But I will give you food. I will give you cake. Don't die. Be here. So me to tell God, I want to die. And God will see me take a knife and do myself, and that says, can you handle? Or oh, God will tell me my son, that you're food. <laughs> no, just think about it. What will God tell you? What has God told you before? You just even forget about the cake. That level of expectation of the anointing of God. What has, have you heard God's voice before? What has God instructed you to do before? What has God shown you before? He saw in a dream an angel was speaking to him, but when he woke up, he saw the thing physical. So, people say they dream and they see money, but when they wake up, they don't see money. And when they dream and they are thinking, when they wake up, they see the thing. Like I dreamt about a cake, he, stood, he woke up and he saw the cake. What if he dreamt about money? What is different about Elijah and you? What is different about Elijah and you? What Who is Elijah that God doesn't want Elijah to die? Who is Ezekiel that God wants Ezekiel to die? Ezekiah said, no, I don't, I don't want to die. So there are two different people. One wants to die, God says no. The other, God says you will die. He says, I want to die. Give me 15. God gave me 15. Two different people, two different destinies. Who is Elijah? Like? There are others whose death will be profitable unto God, and there are others whose death will not be profitable unto the Lord. The death of Jesus was profitable unto God, He brought salvation unto man. The death of Samson brought profitability unto the earth. Scripture says that Samson killed more in his death than when he was even alive. Yet, he is a when he died, died When he would have died earlier and died well. Mm. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. When your are dead, profitable profit out God. When men are weeping, will the heavens be jubilating. So imagine that Ezekiel is celebrating his birthday after the time God told him to die and the heaven is weeping for Ezekiel. He's alive, but heaven is weeping for him. and there are people that will die and yet heaven is rejoicing so we will see the prophet be rejoicing that he is like dead say, hey, how can this man of God die? god needs him why are some alive god needs them on dead some are still negotiating they don't want to die we can negotiate and some equally around god take them at that age i want you to think about the life of elijah how profitable was he to God? That God wants him to live on earth. That he shouldn't die. That God was concerned about him. Did he didn't just speak to him that he should go. But God made cake for him, and God brought water for him. Did you lack anything? sir. Did you lack anything? No sir. God says, "Go for a journey ahead. It's far. Eat and drink for me." Whatever journey ahead of you that is far, the Lord will cause you to eat and drink. Amen. Not you will provide, but He will provide it for you. Amen. If men will not want to break it, He will cause angels to bring it. Amen. For He says, "You have not done for you have entertained angels without me." <laughs> Laybra sata ragadei marabababa ro so ko braga dahia. Letene magadelega wa baba. Father, am I prophetable unto thee. Kero satabayagaba. Are you mindful of me the way you are mindful of your men servants? Lay bar sata lagabadiya, satene memeka yalagaba. Le kobara satana gabadea. Le matata na gabababa katelaga for we in this age are greater and mightier than them that are in the Old Testament. If you use them lightly in this way, then Father, you can use us much more, oh God. That we can hear the voice of angels. We can see spirit and hear their voice speaking, echoing unto us. That we will hear a voice behind us I'm telling.